Hello and welcome back to the um, Star Wars podcast and today we will be talking about the the top 25 most powerful Star Wars characters. Alright, now let's get started with number 25, Exar Kun. Exar Kun, one of the greatest Sith Lords of all time. Exar Khan lived 4,000 years before the Battle of Yavin 4 and A New Hope. He was a former Jedi who felt the dark side and waged war against the Old Republic and the Jedi. He wielded a double-bladed lightsaber with a single hilt, making it shorter than Darth Maul's. His campaigns became known as the Old Sith Wars and slaughtered countless Jedi and almost shattered the Republic. He avidly studied Sith teachings and performed rituals to further enhance his power and standing. Khan accidentally sacrificed himself when he performed a ritual to leave his body behind and live as a spirit. He was trapped in a Yavin 4 temple for millennia, but caused havoc here and there several times until he was finally banished by students of Luke Skywalker during the New Republic era after the end of the Galactic Civil War. Number 24, Darth Raven, who survived a betrayal and ruled a Sith Empire. Darth Raven is the protagonist of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Like Exar Kun, much of Raven's story is currently considered Star Wars legend, but Raven has at least been mentioned in Star Wars canon. Raven and their apprentice, Darth Malak, or Jedi who disappeared after the Mandalorian Wars, only to return with immense power and their sights set on a new Sith Empire. They succeeded as well, but Malak wanted more. He overthrew Raven, his master, and became the new Sith Emperor. Raven survived but lost their memories. Raven would later return to overthrow Malak and, depending on player choice, try to revive the Jedi Order or become a Sith Lord once again. Number 23, Darth Nihilus, a living boy that consumes the force from living beings. Darth Nihilus is one of the survivors of atrocities that were committed on Malakor five during the Mandalorian Wars. In surviving, Darth Nihilus was forever changed. Nihilus became a living void that consumed the living force from every living being he came across. He resurrected the Sith Empire and cut a bloody swath across the galaxy. Nihilus was finally defeated by a former apprentice as well as another survivor of the Mandalorian Wars, a force adept known only as the Exile the player character of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic to the Sith Lords. Unlike Raven and Exar Khan, Nihilus has yet to be even mentioned in the new Star Wars canon. Number 22, Darth Bane, the Sith Lord that established the Rule of Two. Darth Bane is one of the most infamous, most powerful Sith to have ever lived. He was brought into the Sith Order at a time when the Sith were almost at, were almost as populous as the Jedi. However, the power-hungry and duplicitous teachings of Sith doctrine 
led to endless infighting, allowing the Jedi to be more easily subdued by the Sith. What it, that is why, after taking control, Darth Bane established the rule of two. There could only be two Sith, the Master and the Apprentice. This allows for continuity of Sith teachings and keeps them from falling to self-destruction. Darth Bane had a long history in Star Wars Legends, but much of it has actually been reused in the new canon. Much of Darth Bane's legacy has survived into the Disney era. Number 21, Asherad Het Darth Krait, who survived the Purge and established a new Sith Empire. Asherad Het was a Tusken Raider and Jedi. His father, Sherrod Het, was also a Jedi, but he was assassinated by the former Jedi and bounty hunter known as Ara Singh. Asherad Het received teaching from Jedi Master Ki Adi Mundi and Anya Kuro a.k.a. the Dark Woman, had survived Order 66 and the Galactic Civil War around this time. He made contact with the spirit of Zokan, one of the first Sith Lords. Het was corrupted by the Dark Side, and he was captured by the invading Yuuzhan Vong. Soon after this, when Het was grafted to a living Yuuzhan, Yuuzhan, Vong suit of armor. Then Darth Krait was, then Darth Krait was officially born, with an entire army of Sith at his disposal. In the end, Darth Krait was slain by Cade Skywalker, the grandson of Luke Skywalker. Number twenty, the Bindu is a massive, force-sensitive alien entity that exists between Jedi and Sith. An alien behemoth, the Bindu was large enough to tower over most humanoids, but he was so powerful with the Force that he never once had to resort to his physical strength. A general peaceful entity, the Bindu refused to choose sides in the war and the Force, standing somewhere between Jedi and Sith in a moral gray area, a position he defended with integrity. But... Just because he played a neutral didn't mean he wasn't equipped with an arsenal of force powers. In fact, his neutrality might have been the source of his abilities. Abendu was empathetic, prognative, with alarming accuracy, and had direct control over nature around him, at one point even transforming his physical body into a giant thunderstorm that rained down on him, Imperials and Rebels alike. Through the Force, he was able to give Cannon a sight-like ability, destroyed a good portion of invading Imperial Navy, and could even fly. Even with, even when the Bindu was struck down and wounded, he avoided being killed by simply vanishing into thin air. Number 19. General Grievous is a Jedi hunting cyborg warrior of immense skill. One of the more underrepresented villains in the Star Wars canon, General Grievous also has a claim to be General Grievous has been claimed to be one of the deadliest appearing as a separatist separatist general midway through the Clone Wars. Grievous was obsessed with war and combat so much 
so that he voluntarily implanted cybernetic enhancements in his body, allowing him to wield four lightsabers at once, all of which he'd taken from the corpse of Jedi he'd killed. Apart from the physical power he wielded, he was he also commanded the droid army and had several tens of millions of robotic soldiers at his back and call at all times. Even if he was unarmed, he had a legion of deathly machines at his back. He was a formidable fighter, having been taught the art of a lightsaber combat by Count Dooku himself. Though his legacy did not last, he still deserves respect as one of the most prolific Jedi killers of all time. Number 18. Grand, Grand Admiral Thrawn is a brilliant and influential Imperial officer. Thrawn was originally a chess holy warrior, trained to take out his enemies with unmitigated strategy and prejudice at any cost. He became so adept at manipulation and assassination that he was able to take out an entire platoon of stormtroopers without being seen. Allowed himself to be caught and then convinced the Emperor himself that not only did he not deserve to be executed for his crimes, but that he earned a place in the Imperial Navy. With his innate knowledge of how his enemies thought, Thrawn quickly rose through the ranks to become a Grand Admiral on the front lines of the Galactic Civil War. He went one-on-one -on -one with Jedi several times during the war, but even then didn't consider a fight a challenge unless he was going up against several targets at once. He won almost every battle he fought thanks to his natural talent for staying several moves ahead of his opponents. Number 17, Asajj Ventress, is a testament to the power of the Night Sisters. Asajj Ventress is one of the most resilient characters in the Star Wars universe. She was born into the Night Sister Witch Clan on the war-torn planet of Dathomir. She survived long enough to be to come under the tutelage of Jedi Master, who was sent on a long-term mission to bring peace to the planet. He taught her the ways of the Force, hoping she would become a Jedi one day. But when she was, but when he was killed by pirates, Ventures allowed herself to succumb to rage and grief, falling prey to the dark side. This made her prime pickings for Count Dooku, making her his resident assassin. Wielding dual lightsabers, she gained renown during the Clone Wars for her unpredictable fighting style. She rarely came into conflict with Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi, having the confidence to form a Poseidon rivalry with two of the most powerful Jedi of all time. However, when the Sith inevitably betrayed her, she went into business for herself. At one point, even single-handedly saving the Jedi, she used to have a blood feud with. Number 16. Darth Plagueis, the wise, became a master over life, of life and death. Darth Plagueis was Palpatine's master, and when Palpatine ultimately killed him in accordance with Sith policy, and the man used force to induce virtual immortality. He was considered so powerful that he had only one true enemy, the force itself. Darth Plagueis became obsessed with the idea that he'd grown too powerful and that the force would one day betray him for abusing his control over life and death. 
to preemptively counteract this hypothesized retribution, Darth Plagueis put aside all other tasks and decided to try and manipulate his own midichlorians, all this to make himself unkillable, a task that would engulf the remainder of his life. Though he's never physically shown in the entire series and is only mentioned by name, it's clear from reverence with which he has spoken just how unbelievably powerful his unnatural abilities were. Number 15. Canon Jarrus is a Jedi Knight who survived the Empire's Great Purge. Despite having very little format training by the time the Clone Wars rolled around, Caleb Doom was thrown into the thick of combat and had to learn on the job. When Order 66 altered the course of the war, Billaba sacrificed herself to give Doom time to escape the Clone Wars. After meeting and learning from a renowned smuggler, he changed his identity to Kanan Jarrus and went underground hiding his Jedi training for the better part of two decades. It was only when he joined the Rebellion and met Ezra Bridger that he decided to return to the Jedi path and capable of taking on the entire squadrons by himself. He even trained Ezra to become a not-too-shabby Jedi himself and undertook the trials to become an official Jedi Knight. When he was blinded by Darth Maul, he had to learn to see things through his frayed connection to the Force and became hypersensory, able to fight better than he had with his sight. Number 14. Count Dooku was a legendary Jedi Master, a deadly Sith Lord. Trained as both a Jedi and Sith, Count Dooku had the best of both worlds. He was initially trained by, Je by Yoda, but became dis disillusioned with the corruption he saw all around him and left the Order, reclaimed his lost title and fortune, and became the new apprentice of Darth Sidious, who gave him the title of Darth Tyranus. Even as a Jedi, he was known as a brilliant strategist, and his skill with a lightsaber was counted among the best as a, just as a Sith. He further developed his talents and acquired a whole new set of powers. He was particularly adept at vicious force lightning attacks and could redirect lightning with even more lightning. He dropped a pillar on deposed bodies of Anakin and Obi-Wan while also going one-on-one -on -one with his former master with his former master Yoda, easily fending off three master Jedi in the span of ten minutes and taking an arm off of Anakin for good measure. Number 13. Ray saved the legacy of the Jedi and helped put Palpatine down for good. After spending only a day and a half in the presence of Han Solo, Rey was able to go one-on-one -on -one with a wounded Kylo Ren and win. This was deemed so impressive that she was elected to retrieve Luke Skywalker from his exile and train as his apprentice. Then following a long weekend's worth of lessons, she was able to beat him in combat, help kill Supreme Leader Snoke, and fight alongside Kylo to wipe out some of Snoke's elite soldiers and personal guard. Next, she escaped from the destroyed supremacy ship and rejoined Chewbacca on the Millennium Falcon. From there, she single-handedly saved the Resistance by using her still new connection to the Force to lift several tons of rocks out of a cave entrance. 
She's shown incredible resilience despite her inexperience able to prevent Kylo from reading her mind and learning both the Force telekinesis and the Jedi mind trick with almost no training. Number 12. The Grand Inquisitor helped make sure the Jedi didn't return. Originally a humble guard at the Jedi Temple, the Grand Inquisitor was a secretly was secretly a Sith agent in deep cover in the Jedi Order. He was so good at masking his Dark Order that not even a citadel of the most powerful Jedi alive could tell he'd been turned. After the rise of the Empire, he revealed himself as a Sith agent and was made Grand Inquisitor, tasked with hunting down the remainder of the Jedi Jedi Order following Order 66. Armed with the squadron of Inquisitors and their signature spinning lightsabers, the Grand Inquisitor executed many surviving Jedi, including the respected Luminary Unduli. In a display of pure cold calculating strategy, he used the Jedi Master's remains to lure other Jedi into a trap under the pretense that they were rescuing her. The Grand Inquisitor was a, also a formidable combatant, regularly coming into contact with trained and desperate Jedi and known for catching them off guard with his deadly lightsaber design. Ruthless Aggression Number 11 Darth Maul is one of the greatest swordsmen in Sith history. Darth Maul made his memorable debut by showing off his unique dual-bladed saber in his fight against Qui-Gon Chen and Obi-Wan Kenobi. He butchered Qui-Gon, but was cut down by Obi-Wan when he got too cocky. He was presumed dead for over a decade before re-emerging in the Clone Wars with his brother Savage oppressed by his side and a fresh new pair of bionic legs. He proved that he was still more powerful than the average Jedi, killing several in his quest to kill his treacherous master. However, despite his insane combat skills, he just couldn't measure up to Darth Sidious, who promptly killed both his mother and brother. Maul disappeared for even more years before resurfing in a Sith temple. Even after years of exile and obsession, he was able to fight off Inquisitors trained to hunt Jedi for a long time. It seemed as if Maul was just unkillable, but then he met his ultimate fate at the hands of Obi-Wan. Number 10. Supreme Leader Snook resurrected the Galactic Empire as the First Order. Built up as a new ultimate villain in The Force Awakens, Snook was killed fairly easily by Kylo Ren, who cut him in half. While the Supreme Leader was gloating over victory, he hadn't confirmed yet, but the, that distracts from some of the legitimately incredible feats Snoke had accomplished up to that point. First off, he built the Empire back up from virtually nothing, rebranding it under his own image in the process. On top of that, while not technically a Sith, he does have access to some of their unique powers and is even shown as being more proficient in the use of Force Lightning than anyone in the series. He also was able to manipulate others to a simply ridiculous degree, using the Force itself to join Rey and Kylo Ren without either of them questioning how it was possible. His use of more direct Force methods are equally impressive, capable of using telekinesis from long distances and even broke directly into Rey's mind, a feat that Kylo Ren found impossible. Number 9 
Ahsoka Tano to write The Purge and The Galactic Civil War. Ahsoka Tano made a name for herself not just a Gennikin Skywalker's apprentice, but as a valiant warrior who protected her soldiers and was more than willing to make the sacrifice play. She was particularly adept at integrating her force powers into her fights, a tricky task considering she was known to dual wield in the Jar Kai fashion. She was so well practiced with two lightsabers that she was able to fend off her, both her master and her master's masters simultaneously, and even took on the four-armed General Grievous alone and survived. And she was still only a teenager at the time. As an adult, she was able to beat multiple Inquisitors at once with ease, and she had become in tune enough with the Force to experience pre-emotions and visions at will. Number 8. Qui-Gon Jinn was a powerful and wise Jedi Master who trained Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon discovered the ability to live beyond the living Force in the form of Force Ghosts, a secret he shared through visions with Master Yoda, who in turn taught it to Obi-Wan. Even before his death, however, Qui-Gon was on the more powerful end of the Jedi spectrum. Obi-Wan openly states that his master could have been a respected member of the Jedi High Council if he had simply followed the code, but Qui-Gon wasn't one for rules and legislation. He was so in tune with the Force that he transcended the arbitrary rules that the Jedi set for themselves. He wasn't half a bad fighter either, considering that the Sith hadn't been seen in centuries. The Jedi had grown complicit in their training to the point where even a Sith apprentice could go toe-to-toe with a Jedi Master, but despite this, he managed to hold his own for the better part of two fights with Darth Maul. Number 7. Mace Windu was one of the greatest swordsmen in the Jedi Order. Mace Windu is known as the Jedi Temple's resident lightsaber specialist and foremost combat expert. He is single-handedly responsible for some of the most important Republic victories in the Clone Wars. It was a brilliant strategist as well as a tactful Jedi. Windu was so proficient and enamored with combat that his, it risked tilting him towards the dark side to compensate. He created his very own tempered fighting style that could compensate for his occasional burst of anger and animosity. He even came moments away from winning the war when he managed to beat Darth Sidious fairly in single combat, only failing to kill the Sith Lord due to Anakin's untimely interference. Windu was one of the most revered Jedi in history and earned every song of praise that was raised in his name. Number 6. Obi-Wan Kenobi defeated Anakin and Grievous, survived the purge, and trained Luke. Obi-Wan started his path to greatness after witnessing the death of his master, Qui-Gon Jinn, and becoming the first Jedi in centuries to be a Sith Lord. Granted, Darth Maul didn't exactly die from the encounter, but the victory assured Obi-Wan's ascension within the Jedi ranks. Over the next ten years, he cultivated a reputation as a reliable, steadfast Jedi and mentor to Anakin himself developing a cult of personality based on his arrogance and battle prowess. During the Clone Wars, he became a general in the Republic Army, using his knack for clear-headed thinking to rescue Chancellor Palpatine and defeat the nigh-unkillable General Grievous at the end of the war.
war. He even managed to beat his apprentice, who had grown even more powerful as Darth Vader. While in a subsequent exile, he reached an enlightened state and even managed to finally kill Darth Maul before giving Luke Skywalker a scant few hours of training, which would eventually lead him on the path to greatness himself. Number five, Kylo Ren led the First Order with a brutal fist and a swinging blade. Kylo Ren, aka Ben Solo, is a undoubtedly powerful as demonstrated when he kills his master without even without Snoke even realizing who was being betrayed. But his power is undercut by his immaturity. That being said, it's clear that he's more proficient with a lightsaber than any one of his generation. Having easily sliced up Ben and a room full of elite soldiers and only losing to a fight to Rey because he was dealing with a blistering wound at the time. Though he is fairly matched with Rey in terms of the Force powers, being unable to completely overpower her mind led to a tie in their tug-of-war match for Anakin's old lightsaber, but his Force abilities to do extend into unventured territory as far as Star Wars goes. He was first introduced to audiences by catching a blaster bolt in midair, literally catching and freezing it in place while he interrogated Poe. He took formidable force powers to pull off a stunt like that. Number four, Luke Skywalker toppled the Empire and preserved the, the Jedi way. Luke Skywalker is un inarguably one of the most powerful Jedi to ever live. After a measly few hours of training, he was able to use the force to accurately guide a torpedo into a meter-wide target while flying at high speed. And it was only a few years later that he took on Darth Vader in the toughest fight the Sith Lord had in years. It wasn't long after that when his prowess with the force was so strong that he was able to transcend the unspoken boundaries of Sith and Jedi force powers, demonstrating his ability to use force choke, among other things. He was also a naturally gifted pilot capable of piloting fighter ships with almost no formal training. His greatest feat, though, is also his most significant despite his failings as a teacher. Luke realized his capabilities as an icon when the resistance needed hope the most. He sent an astral projection of himself across the galaxy to intimidate and install Kylo Ren who was so utterly convinced that his former mentor stood before him that he allowed the heroes to escape right under his nose. Number three, Yoda is a centuries-old Jedi master with a library known of knowledge on the Force. In terms of impure Force powers, nobody in the Star Wars canon comes even close to matching Master Yoda living long enough to teach four generations of Jedi masters. Yoda was known as the go-to guy when it came to interpreting visions. He was so powerful with the Force that he even, in his old age, was he was capable of lifting an entire spaceship with a wave of his fingers, and one of the first major uses of Force telekinesis that audiences had seen. Even following his death and subsequent resurrection as a Force ghost, he had enough of the connection to the living force that he could call down a lightning strike on a precise target, something no living Jedi or Sith had been, had been shown to be capable of before. He was no slouch for the lightsaber either, being shown as a unique 
fighting style that incorporated lots of flips and acrobatics to compensate for his lower physical stature. Number two, Darth Sidious, Emperor Palpatine to toppled the Republic and cheated death. By betraying and murdering his own master, Darth Plagueis the Wise, Palpatine set in motion a grand scheme that would overthrow the galaxy into chaos, restore the Sith to power, and eventually place him on an Emperor's throne. From starting this, Clone Wars to infecting Anakin Skywalker with fear and hate, he played all his cards perfectly to keep himself and his goals as safe as possible. Something nobody else could have done. And when things started to slip, Palpatine was more than prepared to get physical. He easily slaughtered three Jedi Masters when they came to confront him. And though he lost barely to Mace Windu, he was able to capitalize on a distraction from Anakin to kill him. He was adept at the use of Force Lightning and was sadistic in his enjoyment of it. And ultimately, he was the truest villain Star Wars ever had. Number one, Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, was one of the most powerful Sith in history. Nobody measures up to the Darth Vader himself in terms of pure power. He has more kills to his name, both Jedi and Sith alike, than anyone else. Sure, he's taken his licks over the years, losing his arm to Count Dooku, the rest of his body to Obi-Wan, and just about everything else to Palpatine's mach machinations. But he also done feats with the Force that weren't considered possible until he did them. He's taken out scores of Jedi at once and once slaughtered half the planet by himself because Palpatine egged him on. Before he was Vader, however, he was a powerful and respected Republic general in the Clone Wars, becoming one of the few Jedi who remained beloved of Throughout the entire war with his legendary battle skills, even before he was that, he was just a slave could on Tatooine who altered his fate by proving to a Jedi Master that he was capable of quick thinking and improvising and being resourceful by winning his Univorce equivalent of the Deontana 500 as a young child. That was the top 25 most powerful Star Wars characters. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you next time.